time you need auto parts and accessories, trust the parts professionals at the 102 Chicagoland O'Reilly Auto Parts stores. Our professional parts people know what it takes to get the job done right. Professionals have counted on O'Reilly Auto Parts for decades. Now you can too. Professional parts people. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Do you believe that death is the end? Or is it just a new beginning? beginning. Does our soul continue to evolve? Or is it buried six feet under? Spiritual encounters and unexplained phenomena have intrigued people for centuries. But what if you could find the answer? Right here, right right now. Welcome to Heavenly Encounters, Encounters. where we will talk with everyday people who have had extraordinary experiences and gifted souls that see beyond the veil. veil. Together, we'll diminish our fear of death, explore our soul's evolution, and soften the crippling grief that accompanies loss. Heavenly Encounters. You, our listeners, will discover a new world. A fresh reality. A fresh reality. Just a whisper away. Heavenly encounters. So take a deep breath and join us on this fascinating adventure. This is Heavenly Encounters. Heavenly Encounters. A journey to the other side. Heavenly Encounters. Welcome to Heavenly Encounters, a journey to the other side. I am your host, Mary Elizabeth, broadcasting from Chicago, Illinois. And I am your co-host, Janice, broadcasting live from St. Louis, Missouri. Well, we have done quite a few shows now on near-death as well as out-of-body experiences. But most of us probably won't have that kind of heavenly encounter. So what we want to talk about today is how you can connect to your guardian angels and the angelic realm. So many people probably go through their life thinking they are all alone, that no one understands them or they have to figure out life's challenges on their own. But the truth is we are surrounded by a legion of angels. Aren't we, Janice? Absolutely we are. And that's part of that, you know, like the Bible said, there is the visible world and the invisible. And they dwell within the invisible, which is just as real as the visible is. Wow. So let's start from the very beginning. There are three categories of angels. We've got our guardian angels, archangels, and then just those referred to as angels. So Mm -hmm. how would you describe them? Well, the archangels are, um, if you read history, are kind of the remnants of the angels that did not fall. Because in the Bible and in, in a lot of other writings, it talks about how, like, Lucifer you know, became Satan. Right. He was the most beautiful angel. So some of them fell into this and some of them did not. And so God kind of put the archangels kind of in charge of this world for looking over, making sure that the laws are are kept, and then helping, reaching out to those that had fallen that didn't really realize what they were doing and making sure that they received a path back home. So in our world, they would kind of be like higher up in the hierarchy in charge right. of different things. 
So you would have, you know, uh, even warrior angels when they talk about, you know, Joan of Arc leading an, you right. know, or St. George, you know, different things like that, that they become archangels. And, God, there's probably an archangel for just about every emotion, everything that we go through. Right. Well, I think most of us have probably heard about Archangel Michael, Gabriel, now Uriel, but like you said, there are so many more to help us specifically, you know, for challenges that we do have. Now, do they also kind of manage the other angels as well? Is that kind of that hierarchy? Yeah, from what I've been able to read, to read, and I'm, you know, I don't get so much into that fallen angel. I'm not really sure right. how I feel about that, but according to the, what I have read in different um, kind of like theologies through history, is there was always that belief that there were um, a whole group of angels that were placed over the earth, and some fell and some didn't, and so that there is kind of a hierarchy, and even the okay. Bible will talk about the seraphim, you know, right. The cherubs, yeah. Now, our our average, let's say our average angel, they aren't, from what I've read, they're not human. They've never really incarnated. They're really just kind of put on this path uh, to help us, aren't they? Absolutely. And not only to help us, but to kind of record. I read one time that that, that is why we have an aura, so that the angels can look at us and tell if we say, I'm very sorry, you know, for what I did, if it's really not within our heart, it will not register in our aura. And so when really? they keep track, yeah, and that's, that, that is the way that they are able to look at us and to see whether or not we actually feel, if we're really sorry and we swear that we'll never do it again, that we've learned that lesson, that will show up in our aura. And the angels that are with us from birth actually just kind of keep a record of what we do, what we've accomplished, and that's one of the ways that they would be able to know whether or not we were actually speaking in truth and actually, you know, living the life that we're talking about living. So from the ones that are there from birth, I take it those are pretty much our guardian angels and they're there throughout our entire lifetime until we actually cross over to the other side. Is that true or not? Yes. Yes. It is now, do we all? I assume we all, first of all, we all have guardian angels no matter who you are. You have a guardian angel. Do we have more than one, though? Yes. I believe that, you know, we can have as many angels, regular angels and guarding angels as we would need. And if you talk about, like, uh, people that are, are fighting in wars now, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, kind of, uh, that kind of evil, you know, kind of force field. Right. That would automatically you know, attract more angels to try to put in as much light as they possibly could. Or even in the individual stance, we all have a guardian angel, but if you're really sick and you're going through something, you know, you will always have all of the help that you need. Well, that explains a lot. (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember when it was. It was a few years ago. And I went to a medium and she's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe all the angels that are around you. She's like, there were three little girls, they were like ten behind her, and then I had like one big kind of master angel, probably my head guardian angel, and then two other like twin, I remember twin angels with bad bad wing days or something like that, it was a little weird. But it's like, holy cow, that's a lot of angels just for a little bit, you know, little bitty me who was over here thinking that nobody really noticed what she was doing. Well, they said if you could actually see the invisible as if it were visible, is that you would probably stand on one side of the room and not be able to see the wall on the opposite side because there would be so many angels standing in the room 
that it would absolutely block everything from being seen that was in that room. Well, you know what? This is a perfect example. I was just in the news last week. Um, There was this child that was rescued from the submerged car, and the rescue team heard a voice just yelling for help. It was a female voice. But when they got inside the car, it was obvious that obvious that the uh, the mother had already been dead for quite a while. But yet there was this you know young baby who was actually suspended in her car seat above the you know the freezing cold water. Yeah. And they've got this actually on on video of them responding to her. So you now this has been all over the news. You know who was the voice? And I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that it would have been uh, either the guardian angel of the mother or of the baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. And angels can also come down and appear to people as just, you know, regular people. They, they, right. There are angels right. who have that ability. So that if they needed to manifest a voice, they could go ahead and manifest a voice that we would be able to hear. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I've read so many stories where someone was in danger and all of a sudden someone appears out of nowhere. And then to help them and they turn around and that person's gone. So that's yeah. just like the perfect example, I think, of the guardian angels in our life. Absolutely. So what really is, I mean, what really, what do they all do? I mean, what is the purpose of having all these angels around us? Well, I, I, I basically think it's because we believe, and that's that great illusion, that we are separate from creation. Right. right. And I think that the, if there actually was a fall, we fall into earth and we forget. We forget who we are and where we come from. And I think their job out of love is to constantly be with us and to let us know we're not alone. And most people do feel alone when you're when you're being mm-hmm. you know, you're depressed or you're sick and right. and you go, I'm you know, because you don't feel anything. But once you get to the point where you can make connections and either see them or heal them or feel them, then that, that feeling of being alone goes away because you will always be able to be connected to something that maybe you can't see but you can feel it, and it's just that unconditional love. And their job is basically to make sure that we walk the right path and we and we go home and that we realize that we are not separate. And I think the big key, what people don't understand, is that in order for the angels to help, you have to ask. I mean, they yes. can sit there, they can be right beside you, in front of you, obviously, and if you're you know, in dire need or in danger, they can swoop in if this is not your exit point. But if, unless you ask them, they, I don't believe, are allowed to interfere, you know, with your free will. No, they don't. They don't. And, and it's, um, it's like anything that you have to ask. They need our permission in order to help us. And you're right, it is free will. And so if you're going around and you're not putting out there what you really need or asking specifically, I mean, some people will joke around about, I've got a guarded angel for a parking space. And right. they pull into a parking lot, and they always seem to find a place that's close to the door, you know. Right. But that's kind of like somebody just driving in and saying, okay, my angel, I need a parking place close to the door. And if we would look at everything that we're looking for in our life, whether it's to heal or to learn or to become further, you know, enlightened, it works the same way. If you just simply ask, all of that help is there. Right. And I think, too, it's, you know, you don't have to know, let's see, which specific archangel do I need to go to? Who's in charge of this thing? All you have to do is call on your angels 
and the right one will be there to help you. I think that's Absolutely. really important, too. Otherwise, you can get so confused about what to do, um, who to call for. Just knowing that they're all there just waiting for us to ask for their assistance, I think, is the most important thing, if anything, that you can possibly get out of this show. Exactly. So, so let's talk exactly. about the how-to. And I'm going to give my first two cents here. Eliminate the noise and distractions in your life. I mean, I know so many people that cannot be in a room without a television, that they're not constantly checking their phone, their car radio is blaring. They give no space at all for these angels to come through and to communicate with them. So you need to quiet your surroundings, quiet your mind. And just even if you just kind of go blank and not think about anything, you've got to give yourself that space. Oh, I was just going to say that's very, very true, yeah. Because a lot of times when they talk to you, it's it's very quietly. It's not like they're shouting through a megaphone. Right, exactly. And like what we were talking about before, I think also, if this is all new to you or if you're just somewhat kind of familiar with it, I think it really does help, too, to read. You know, there's so many wonderful books out there, especially by Doreen Virtue, um, on angels. So you can at least kind of get the pecking order and how they work and how you could actually communicate with them a little bit more specifically. But I think that's actually very important as well. I think it opens up a whole new world, like you said, that invisible world that's there that we just can't see. And people like Doreen Virtue, and I remember reading a book, and I've lost the author, but it was called Angel Speak. And it's people Mm -hmm. that write these books are people that interact on a regular basis because these angels are guiding them to write these books or to put, you know, these oracles together. And so they've got that open communication. And then they have the ability to tell you this is what works, you know, because we've all got angels around us. It's just learning how to go through that process. And like you said, I mean, you have to you have to look at it as a sacred journey, and so you have to cultivate that stillness and give them the time and the space to talk to you and to be present enough to be able to listen when they do. Otherwise, you're not you're not going to hear it, no matter how much you want to. Right, and I think anyone that you listen to that is kind of on a spiritual path, be it Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, um, you name it, the first key ingredient is always. Meditation. Yes. Meditation allows you, it gives you the ability, and it's very easy to do when you're starting off. But once you get there, you bypass your conscious mind to allow that unconscious, you know, voice or that feeling to come up and to tap into it. And once you can actually get there, you can just fall right into it. And you can, I mean, you know, both of us talk about we meditate and the phone will ring and we won't hear the phone. Or somebody will knock on the door and you don't hear them because you can actually go really as deep as you want. But that is like a, a, a door. You need to open a door from both sides because their door is always open to us. But right. we have to utilize tools to open the door from our side to them. And I know sometimes it's really difficult just to sit there and meditate in silence. So what really helps, I mean, actually for me too, is listening to different type of healing music. You know, we had a wonderful man on last week, Peter Sterling, who yes. learned how to play the harp from the angelic realm. Um, exactly. I listen to his music a lot. There's Native American music. There's healing therapy music, such as Constance Demby. 
And just think about if you've ever walked into a spa, that kind of music just kind of takes you away. And if you can focus kind of on that music, it'll kind of get your brain kind of quieting down too. And I think that helps, especially for beginners. Absolutely. And for beginners too, they're also guided meditations. So right. that you can just relax your body enough and then just follow the words of somebody guiding you. And a lot of times that really helps with people because it's learning how to quiet your mind. And one of the easiest ways to do that is the Tibetans will teach you is to get very comfortable and to concentrate on your breathing. And once you can concentrate on your breathing, you know, you have the ability of, of, of engaging your conscious mind so that the things that are below it, the subconscious and the, the unconscious mind, can start coming up and you can start tapping into that silence. Right. Absolutely. And I think going along with that, too, is once that you kind of master the meditation, I know we were talking about both, you know, for some people, prayer works very well. Um, for me, I just have a dialogue. You know, I've yeah. got to be in a very, very quiet space. And I just talk to my angels, you know, talk to my guides. And then you just very quietly listen, you know, for an answer. And maybe you won't get it that day, but you might get it the next day in the shower or, you know, when you're on the treadmill running, when you're right. not really and a lot thinking about anything. Too. Right, because we've talked about growing up Catholic, you know. And right. the, in most of the religions, there are prayers that you say, like the act of contritions mm-hmm. are, are different things like that. And sometimes, you know, it can be too regimentalized that it can actually limit you. So how many Hail Marys do you do before, you know, before an right. angel will speak to you? And sometimes the best thing to do is, again, they're looking at you. They know whether or not you're lying. And so just be honest with them. You know, this is a problem that I have, or this is what I'm looking to do, or I really want to open this up. And and please show me how to do it. Teach me how to do it. Talk to me how to do it. Because, like I said, they always have that advantage over us because they can read us. And we simply can't. And I know with me, a lot of times, you know, you wonder if that little voice in your head is actually, you know, your little creative self making this stuff up or is it actually, you know, an angel. But I think over time you will come to be able to decipher kind of the difference as well. But we're going to talk about that in just a couple seconds. Uh, Being the vibrational healer that you are, can you talk to us about different kind of essential oils or flower essences or crystals that could actually help? Um, oh, yeah, not. and especially a lot of them now that are, especially stones that are coming to the forefront. But there is angelica, and let's start with the essential oils, which is basically the oil of angels. So Ooh, if you I like that. No- yeah, so if nothing else, you know, and then uh, also angelica is an herb. And then you would have the higher vibrations of like sandalwood and frankincense, Rose Absolute is the highest vibrational. It's like 360 hertz of vibration. It's the highest vibrational oil. So it's a little on the expensive side, but then every time you apply it to your body, you're raising your vibration. And uh, Galbanum is another one. It's uh, not so much that it's on its own, but Galbanum is also known as the uh, the oil of Moses. And it has a great combination with all the other oils is it creates a synergy. And it almost acts like a a crystal in the fact that it amplifies whatever else oil that you're using. So let's right. say you get angelica and you mix it with galbanum, you will actually have a synergistic oil 
that will actually raise your um the, the the hertz of your body, you know, the 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 vibration right. of your body, the frequency higher than one would. Wow, and I know that too. If you don't want to get quite so technical about it, you could just, you know, there's so many places now too that just have different sprays and that they'll say, you know, perfect for meditation or you know, perfect for dream states or something like that too. Absolutely, so you can just apply that. Even incense a lot of times, especially if you get incense from like India and that, that it's all natural. Right, right. They, they will specifically have recipes for healing and for meditation that will allow you. And it's basically still using your olfactory, you know. It, right. It's the sense of smell. Yes, absolutely. And then a lot of the stones now, angelite, which is a stone of the angels. It's a beautiful blue color. And of crystals, of course, anything because you can program a crystal and a crystal will be an amplifying stone and then tectites which are meteors and like moldavite a lot of these stones that are coming in from the cosmos now that we've not found before hmm. or we really have not utilized before um azeztelite which is a form of a crystal that has just been found um by, by I think it was Richard Simmons who who, who wrote the Book of Stones, and he talked about not the it Richard anyway. Simmons, not the not the aerobic no 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 and I, no not the <laughs> not the guru that. and I might even I might even have his name wrong uh, Robert Simmons I'm sorry I'm glad you said something <laughs> <laughs> yes if you look that up on the internet it won't get you very far right but right. uh robert simmons who was the one that kind of you know found it and uh in his research found that a lot of these uh new quartz that are coming out now have kind of like almost angelic or extraterrestrial um frequencies oh, wow. embedded up that's them, amazing I, yeah it's so really let's see, really no, so- so let's say you're reading, you're starting to meditate, you're kind of starting to get into all of this, you're starting kind of this dialogue, you're using your herbs, you're using your crystals. As I kind of said before, how do you actually know that you're communicating with the angelic realm or the light realm? I mean, what will you feel like when you are? Well, if you, if you do, if there is any time that you are in doubt, let's say that you start hearing a voice, if it is of the light and you ask it to leave, it has to leave. If it doesn't leave and it wants to hang around, or it starts talking to you and telling you things that you know that have nothing to do with unconditional love. And a lot of times when you begin, that will happen. Because some people will put out, like, I don't care who I talk to as long as I have, I can talk to somebody. And right, that and that's opens- not a good thing. No, it's not. That's why it's always the intention is so important. But that you understand is when your third eye starts to open and you start meditating and you start picking these new things up, at first it will strike you as being like, God, I've got, I just didn't know that I had an, an imagination like this. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of, it's the door that kind of opens, that imagination door. And then the more you practice it, you'll start developing discernment. And that's like with the, the, the master guy that I have, Sinmut. I know his voice and I know his vibration. Right. So if I hear this as Sinmut, I know whether or not it's true. And that will well, that eventually... Would make sense. Yeah, it would automatically, because they maintain a vibration too. Or if your you know your guidance is to do something that you know is wrong. A lot of times the first the first notion that you will have is that you will feel that it's not right. And if it right. doesn't feel right, that's probably a part of your being telling you that it is not right. 
and it's right. nothing to be afraid of. If you're if you're writing in a journal, you close the book. If you're meditating, you stop meditating, and you just you know you just recognize that somebody is desperately trying to come in and be heard, and it's not what you're looking for. And then ask for protection so they never come back again. And also, too, don't you think sometimes what we call our gut instinct or our intuition also, too, is really angelic guidance? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's, you know, there's a part of us, too, that they can speak to that we're not, you know, that we don't actually pick up. But they're constantly in communication. It's just a matter of can we hear them. Right. And so that guidance is always there, and they're constantly talking to our soul, and it's just a matter of when you start becoming enlightened or going down that path that you're starting to make a conscious effort to awaken your senses on a physical level to what is already happening to you on a spiritual level. Right. And I think as too as you kind of go down that path too, you know, kind of even ask your angels give give me uh, you know, give me a hint, give me a clue, give me something a sign that you're actually there and then look for it whether it's a feather, whether it's you know, a bird singing right to you, whether it's a shiny little dime, you know, right in front of you in the parking lot. I think exactly. they do give a lot of signs as well. Now, I know for some people, and that's usually not for me because I usually kind of feel things or I hear things, right. but some can even see angels. What What do you look for? I mean, what would an angel look like? Well, uh, probably it would appear as a bright light. A lot of times people will see the movement of light or the movement of dots in like their peripheral vision. So mm-hmm. you, when you turn around and try to look straight on, it will disappear. So a lot of times it's a peripheral vision type of thing. But you would first, it would first appear as just a beautiful light source. And the more right. your eyes would become adjusted to the spiritual, the more detail you would be able to pick out. And I think, too, you can also, I mean, you know, Doreen Virtue in her book will always say, you know, kind of test your angels out. Just, you know, ask them for a hug and then just be so totally open and just right. feel the warmth and the presence kind of radiating, you know, from your heart. Exactly. And that's always, always a good thing. And you will find, like I said, that as you develop this, ability to realize that the invisible really isn't invisible it will become part of your everyday reality i mean to get up and to meditate or to walk around the house and talk about what you need that's something i do on a regular basis and i couldn't even imagine getting up in the morning and not doing that right exactly well i think the most important thing too is that this is something that's new to you there are so many different books you know out there um, whether it's Doreen Virtue, whether or no Gary Quinn is a phenomenal psychic that also has a book out on how to get in touch with your angels. I mean, there's a lot of really great information. And I know for me, what I originally did, this was a few years ago, is um, go to a medium that I really, really trusted and just ask her, you know, who is around me? Because um, I like to right. kind of know. <laughs> I like not, not to know everybody, but I like to know names. I like to address um, people directly so I know who to talk with. I mean, that's not necessary, but it is an option as well. And I just think that the more you can open yourself up, the more guided and um, uplifted I think you will be on a day-to-day basis. And, and to understand, because there's so much, there are even classes that are available, but the one right. thing that anybody walks away is that it's really easy to do. This is right. not some kind of great, you know, you have to go to India and study for 35 years. No. No. It's so very easy and and once you get into that into that zone, into that movement, it just becomes 
like part of the rhythm of your life, and it becomes natural. But right, it is and you know, not even, yeah. And you wouldn't think twice about everything, not every single decision, but, you know, even if you don't ask for guidance, you can still say, okay, what does, this, does that feel right? Does that resonate with me? Is that the right move to make or the right path to go down? So you are not alone. Well, we just have a couple Never. minutes. So let's go into Illuminations. 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 It's time for Illuminations. Illuminations. Food your mind. Okay, Janice, what do you have for us today? Okay, well, this is a, uh, a Henry Ward Beecher, and it is, there was never a person who did anything worth doing that did not receive more than he gave. That's beautiful. Mine is, of course, from the angel expert herself, Doreen Virtue. Know that you deserve love, attention, and miraculous blessings from God and the angels. They love you unconditionally, no matter what mistakes you may have made in your life. You are just as special as anyone else who has ever lived. Absolutely. Beautiful. (sighs) Well, if any of you have had an heavenly encounter, whether it's been a near-death experience, an angelic encounter, we definitely want to hear from you, so please email us at heavenlyencountersradio at gmail.com. And Janice, thank you again for another fascinating show, and thank you to our wonderful listeners for joining us once again. Until next time, be inspired, be empowered, and be well. You've been listening to Heavenly Encounters, a journey to the other side. Good night. Good night. Good night.